everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Hello and welcome all you faithful podcast listeners. We are so excited to be bringing the next part of our conversation about core values to you today. Now this whole week, we have been speaking about the importance of core values and breaking down some of the important ones to us and that we think will be helpful for your own growth if implemented. And so today we're continuing the conversation by speaking about one of the greatest core values that you could have and develop, and that is passionate commitment. Now, these two words are so key if you are serious about growing in a particular area because you need to have both passion and commitment. And the reason I said passionate commitment is because we've chosen to put those together. As an organization, we say that they are interchangeable. You cannot have one without the other. You need to have them hand in hand. And so for some people, yeah, this could be two standalone values. But like I said, for our organization, we believe that it is important to marry the two. And so, Pastor Jay, you introduced this whole concept of passionate commitment to us. Why did you specifically feel that it was important to pair them up? Robin, like you say, these are two great core values. But here's the thing. When you pair them together, you have something that is dynamic, something that's explosive. You think of all the organizations, the big organizations that have uh, lasted for generations. Think of Coca-Cola or any other major corporation that you can think of. It was built because of someone who was passionate about something and willing to commit their life to making it great. And so we want to see in our organization people who are both passionate, like full of energy and just wanting to see things happen in the organization, but also equally committed to making sure that those things happen. That is awesome. And so now that we know that, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard it said this whole saying of which came first, the chicken or the egg. So I want to apply that to this conversation as well. When speaking about passionate commitment, do you think that there's a particular value that needs to come first? Um, is it passion before commitment, commitment before passion, what would you say comes first? Yeah, in, indeed, a very tricky one. It's always difficult. But for us personally, or for me rather, I think that passion must come before commitment because when you are passionate about something, then you can uh, commit yourself 100% to those things. It is somewhat difficult to fully commit to something that you're not passionate about. Mm. So I, I would lean more uh, towards uh, passion coming first, hmm. Robin. That's awesome. Passion is great. But um, for those who may be struggling with finding their passion or knowing exactly what it is, what would you say? How would you define passion? And maybe just a little bit on how someone can actually look for what their passion is. Yeah, so passion is a feeling of intense enthusiasm towards a compelling desire. So if if you think of it this way, Passion is this thing that fuels 
your your desire it's like uh, you, you you can't even separate passion and desire it's almost like they uh intertwined and so when it comes to an organization we're saying we want to be so passionate we want to be so committed to the things that we are called to do that we we do them with all our heart soul energy everything you know uh, i love the statement I, i don't know who said it but I, i i heard somebody once say that anything worth doing is worth doing mm. with passion Yeah, that's great. 100%. Anything worth doing is worth doing with passion. Mm-hmm. And that makes me think of, you know, we always uh, hear about the passion of the Christ. You know, it's a movie, but even before it was a movie, it was just this term that people used to describe what Jesus went through, the passion of the Christ. So what exactly does that mean to you in terms of passion? Robin, that idea of the passion of the Christ gives a different angle to what passion really means because when you're really passionate about something you must be willing to lay down your life for it that's how strong passion can be so the, the movie carries the idea that jesus was so passionate about our lives that he was willing to lay down his life so passion is not just a burning desire it's also the amount of suffering or sacrifice you're willing to mm. go through in order to achieve something so are you willing to sacrifice and lay down stuff for whatever you believe you're mm. passionate about And I love that because we actually see that throughout the Bible and we see it throughout, you know, um, the history of like Christian martyrdom and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, in Acts, it says that Stephen was full of faith and power and he was so committed to Jesus. He was so committed to spreading the gospel and to telling people about Jesus that it actually led to his death. You know, um, the very people that he was trying to save he stoned him literally like yeah. the very people that he was preaching at stoned him in that moment and for me it's so amazing it actually says that his face was turned towards heaven and while those people that he had so much love for they were stoning him he says to god don't hold it against them wow. that is passion like the fact that you're so passionate about something that you literally lay down your life and you don't even hold it against the people who are trying to stop you from achieving it. When you put it that way Robin the question I have to ask myself how passionate am I about the things that I claim to be passionate about. Yeah and while we're talking about passion there's somebody or maybe someone is listening to us and you're wondering hey I don't know how to find my passion. I want to encourage you do whatever it takes to find your passion because if you really want to transform your life find passion. Mm. Passion will fuel you, will cause you to do things that you don't even believe you can do right now. But when you find that passion, it will happen. This is a process. I don't we don't expect you to listen to this uh, episode and then say, "Well, I now know what I'm passionate about." It's going to be a process, things that you have to go through. And just to help you in that process, I've got quick three questions that I just want to challenge you to ask yourself. Number one is, "What am I currently doing that I really love doing?" Mm. Write a list of the things that you really, really love doing. And when you start narrowing that list down, you will find that the things that you really love to do must be on top because those are the things that you're passionate about. And then for me, the important thing to do when you found or when you've written this list is simply to say to yourself, if I didn't get paid for any of these things, would I still do them? Because the truth of the matter is the things that you are really passionate for you will do them whether you have remuneration or any rewards out of them you will just do it because you love doing it the second question very quickly is who are the three people 
you admire the most in your life right now? And then the question you really need to ask is, why do I admire them? Because the people that we admire, we often admire their passion towards certain things. And so that could actually help you perhaps discover some of the things that you're passionate about. I think it was the story of Mozart. Even though he was musically a genius, the passion for the stage was developed by him doing it over and over again. And sometimes you love doing certain things and because you've got so many limitations, you think, I cannot do this for a living or I cannot uh, make a success out of this. But the more you do it, the more passionate you're going to be. Mm, that is awesome. Well, thank you, Pastor Jay, for such a great um, overview on passion. And we're going to just look at commitment now for a minute before we go into um, yeah the real meat of today's episode. So commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, a relationship, an activity, etc., And you know, Pastor Jay, I was thinking about it in preparation for this. We live in a time where commitment has almost become a bad word. I don't know if you feel the same, but you know, everyone claims to have commitment issues in some sort of way. You know, commitments are failing all around us. People don't know how to commit anymore to a cause, to a relationship, to an activity. Um, You know, we can see that even in in marriages, one in two marriages, that's 50% of marriages are failing. And that's because people are just not committed enough to do the work to make them work. In fact, it is, it is no longer a value in our community such that people are like, oh, you've been with this guy for this long. What's wrong with you? You know, yet in the past, these were things that were greatly mm-hmm. celebrated. And so we need to bring back the value of commitment. Definitely. And now that you look at that, you know, um, passion makes up a huge part of this because mm. passion is like staying power. You know, if you are going into being so passionate about a person or about something, you will be committed to it because the truth is, People are just walking away from commitments. It's so much easier and convenient to walk away. But the truth is, is that passion and commitment go hand in hand. You need to have both. With both, you are unstoppable. And so you made a statement when we spoke about this. Commitment without passion is focus without fuel. And passion without commitment is like backbone with no heart. There's a danger in both. Yeah. You can't just be committed with no passion because eventually you're going to probably ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I fighting so hard for something if it doesn't spark anything in me? And vice versa. You know, I think there's a danger in having so much passion without commitment. I've yeah. seen that, you know, where people can be so passionate about something, but because they're not willing to commit and go through the process, it actually leads them down a dangerous dark road. And um, that can be really, really scary. Yeah, Robin, you said it well. Hey, uh, the idea of passion without commitment is not going to produce anything uh, sustainable in the long run. And I said it in my opening remarks, uh, it takes passion and commitment to build a great movements. And if we want to build things that are generational you know all these big corporations are generational they're not just in one generation you know are you doing something that you're so committed to that your children can pick it up Mm. uh, after you're gone and actually that's that's the story of our faith robin if you think of it we we speak of the god of abraham isaac and jacob abraham was so committed to god that he made sure that his son and his grandchildren were also mm. committed to the same cause. And that's how the promise was finally fulfilled. Uh, the promise that was birthed in Abraham was only fulfilled 
three, uh, almost four generations later. And that's commitment. That's yeah. why commitment is important. Wow. It almost makes me think that passionate commitment is like the pathway to greatness. Yeah. Um, you know, that's so, so cool. And we're going to look at specific areas in life where you need to develop passionate commitment. But before we get there, I just want to zoom in on someone who I think just displayed this so well. And um, I didn't actually know this until recently, but I was listening to someone preaching and I can't even remember who it was, but they shared the story and it stuck with me so much. You know, we know John, the disciple, not John, the Baptist, you know, John the Beloved, he was so committed to Jesus, right? That he was the only disciple that was there when Jesus was being crucified, when he was hung on the cross. You know, he stayed with Jesus to the point of death. He was the only one who didn't leave Jesus' side. And you know, what's so special about this is that as Jesus was hanging on that cross, he gave John a new commission, a unique commission, which was that he entrusted John to look after his mother. So like the person who was committed, the person who stayed, got this precious something from Jesus right at the end of Jesus's life. And, you know, so um, we can look at this a little bit further because because he did that, um, you know, this person was preaching and saying, because he did that, look at the life that he led in comparison to the rest of the disciples. John was the only disciple who didn't die a gruesome death. His commitment, his staying power caused him to reap rewards in this life that the other disciples didn't. Yes, they went on and they had those treasures in heaven, but John's commitment caused him to reap rewards on earth as well as in heaven. He like truly embodied those words where a lot of people say, I'm living for this cause. And so can you really say that to what you are committed to? Can you say that I am living for this cause? And so we started this whole idea of core values with asking which mountain would you die on? Yeah, You need to be so committed to your core values to the point where you would lay down your life. And that requires hard work. It's not always easy. It's not always convenient. It requires staying power, longevity. You need to be able to walk, sometimes crawl, sometimes run, but you need to be able to stay true to the path that you're on. Wow, Robin, that's really deep. Hey, you actually shed new light to this whole idea of what John did, just his stickability. Are you committed enough to stay when everybody else is walking away and and that's that's really deep and I, I like what you said again of laying down our lives and bring brings me back to the passion of the Christ a thought just came to my mind right now that the only way quite honestly the only way you can stop somebody who's passionate and committed to a cause is by killing them sure and if you think of it uh Uh, People like Martin Luther and all those guys, when you are passionately committed to a cause, the only way the world can stop you, the only way you can stop a person with a passion Mm. and a deep commitment to a cause is killing them. Wow, this is so deep. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So now that we know the importance of having both passion and commitment and, you know, for us pairing them together in passionate commitment, Mm. what are some of the common areas in life where we can actively display this? I think passionate commitment is required in almost every aspect of our lives. If you are at work, if you would just develop this core value, you will definitely add value to your organization. But 
What about relationships? You know, you think of relationships when you fall in love, you you meet this person and you're passionate about this person that you start spending time. It's that passion that uh, distinguishes that relationship from any other ordinary relationship. And it's the passion that fuels the commitment. And you will find that in your relationships, when there is passion for a person or passion for the relationship, your commitment will naturally follow. You will mm. begin to give more of yourself, more of your time, and you'll begin to honor um, your commitments more to that particular relationship simply because passion and commitment will improve our relationships. Definitely. You know, to me, um, being passionately committed in relationships or to relationships means, like what, I like what you said earlier, stickability, having yeah. stickability. It means not running away when things get tough. Um, you know, yes, sometimes it's necessary to give space, um, you know, when it's needed, but you are committed, passionately committed to coming back to the table, you know, and having the tough conversations, being invested in making peace and coming up with solutions so that your relationships can get better. Actually, when you, the moment you say that, I thought of, uh, you know, in any serious relationship, you have those moments where, yes, you separate, you break up or whatever the story is. But if, if the passion was real and the commitment was real, you kind of find yourselves coming back together and saying, hey, let's re-evaluate something. Let's talk about it again. Let's work on it. I think of some of my best friends. I, I always think of this. I had a real explosive encounter with one of my inner circle friends, but that explosion didn't destroy the relationship. In fact, you fight the most for the people you are passionate about. You, you, you pick fights. Why? Because you, you love them, you care, and you want to see the best out of them. So passion and commitment put together in a relationship will improve your relationships. What other area, Robin, can we apply this? Well, I think that, and I love this one, and this one is probably one of the most challenging ones and one of the ones where people really neglect to show passionate commitment because it's usually the first thing to go out the window when life gets tough, when life gets busy. And that is service. Mm. Service is so important. That could mean serving your local church, serving your local community, or just simply serving those around you. Um, you know, you often get those bucket list type questions where you get asked something like, if you knew that this was your last day spent on the earth, how would you spend it? What would you do? Mm. And what blows my mind is that Jesus kind of had that same thing. You know, he was God and he knew that his last day on earth was going to be his last day on earth. Yeah. You know, he knew that. And yet he chose to serve. You know, we know the story that he chose to wash the feet of his disciples the night before he was crucified. And so in other words, Jesus spent his last free moments with those he loved by showing humility and choosing to, share, to serve them. And so Jesus was so committed to serving others that he chose to spend his very last night on earth serving his disciples by washing their feet. And even more, what blows my mind about this is that Jesus washed the feet of the very person who was about to betray him, who He's gave dead. him over to the authorities. He knew this, he knew this, and he still chose to serve Judas. And so can you imagine what our society, what our communities would look like if we were so passionately, passionately committed to service that we served others, no matter who they were, yeah. no matter what they did, no matter how much they could have looked different to you or done things different to you or even how much maybe they had hurt you in the past you know that would look like serving people that you disagree with 
serving people that look different to you, serving people that have different political stances, um, even of different religions, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. They're so very different from you. And yet you still choose humility time and time again. You lay down your life in a sense and you choose to serve them. You know, it's for, for me, it's like imagine a generation of people who are just like super committed to outserving one another. That's that's deep. Hey, when when things get tough, we almost want to withdraw and like, well, why should I do this? Why should I give? And and uh, when you're passionate about serving, you will do it whether you feel like it or you don't. True. And you just know that this is something that is mm-hmm. good and I'm going to do it. You know, Pastor Jay, this makes me think of something that I always challenge my life group to do. Like I always say to them that the best way that you can grow is by serving others. And I really, truly believe that because I have experienced that in my life. That's good. The, the most um, growth that I've seen in my life has come from the times that I've spent pouring out my life to others by serving others. Um, you know, and for me, that has honestly just been in church. Um, it's almost awkward for me to just come into church and, and not do anything yeah. while that's needed. You know, for me, um, I just believe that life is richest, life is fullest when you spend time serving others. And so, you know, um, I would really encourage people to to take that seriously. You know, you may feel like, hey, life is tough right now. I've got so much work going on. I've got so much school going on, whatever it is, fill in the blank. But you know what? That can actually be fuel for what you need to do. Serving others, um, that passion that comes alive in you when you're serving others, that can be fuel for what you need to do in your everyday life. And I really, truly believe that with all my heart because I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it in other people. I've seen people come in from broken homes, broken situations, take off their focus from that for an hour to serve someone else yeah. and leave actually transformed and revitalized and ready to take on whatever life throws at them next. He who wants to be the greatest must be the servant of all. So if we're talking about growth, if we're talking about being great, if we're talking about being successful, you are not going to be as great as you want to be unless you're willing to serve others. There are so many people that are self-serving. They just want to do things for themselves. And like you said, when the going gets tough, they become more selfish. They withdraw from helping or serving others. And yet true greatness is that passion and that commitment to serve others, even when things are going Mm. wrong for you. That's really great. Wow, I love this conversation. <laughs> uh, so what is the, the, the last area that we're going to look at where you can actively display um, your passionate commitment? Like we said in the beginning, you can apply this to all sorts of areas. But we chose these three. The first one was relationships. And, and we know that if you are passionate and committed in your relationships, you're going to be a better person. In fact, loving God passionately will cause you to love others passionately. That's what the, the first commandment is all about. Love God with all your heart and soul, passionately committed to God. And if you get that right, you will then be passionate and committed to uh, to others. And then like we just said about service. The third area for us where we think it can you can practically apply this core value of passion and commitment or passionately committed to a cause, like we're saying, is your work or your career. Whatever your work is, whatever field, whatever career you are currently pursuing, ask yourself, am I really passionate about this career? Because here's why we we need you to be passionate and committed to your career. If you want to achieve great stuff with your life, most of your time 
is spent at work. If you are working right now, if you just did the math, most of your time is given towards your work. And why would you spend, and this is what I'm seeing more and more, Robin, in, our, in, in this younger generation, people are wasting their lives doing things that they are not mm-hmm. passionate about. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're wasting your time. Think of great people like Steve Jobs. He is famously quoted to have said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. So this is an area where you need to be passionate if you really want to achieve great things. Another quote from Richard Branson who said, there is no greater thing you can do with your life and your work than to follow your passion in a way that serves the world and Mm. you. Wow. That's a deep statement. right? I love that. And, you know, it makes me think about, you know, it's not always easy. Sometimes um, your work environment is not the best or, um, you know, there's some things and no work place is perfect. There are no perfect people. There are no perfect circumstances. So you are going to face challenges. That is the truth. But when you are passionately committed to your work, um, It'll almost be like, but where else can I go? What yeah. else can I do? Because there have been days, Pastor Jay, you know, you're my boss, so I should tr- tread carefully. But there have been days where, you know, it's like you don't feel like going into work or you feel like, hey, this day is going to be hard or sometimes the circumstances are just not that great. Mm-hmm. But when you are passionately committed, you say that, hey, even though it doesn't look great right now, I'm committed to what we building. I'm committed to where we're going. I'm passionate about where we're going. And that that's enough. That's sometimes all you need. But life becomes hard when you can't be passionately committed to your work. And so, yeah, I think the, the whole challenge around this thing is that you need to stop wasting time doing things that you don't love, that you're not passionately committed to. I was just thinking, you know, should I fire you for not wanting to come to work? And I just... Because I know you committed to the cause. There are times that you have shown uh, you, you kind of come to work not feeling 100% and we have to say, hey, go back home because we want you well. But that's the level of commitment that we are trying to, to build in our organization where people don't use any flimsy excuse mm-hmm. to just like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Everybody will understand. So, yeah, uh, we, we, we really need to build this passion and commitment in everything that mm, we do. I love it. Okay. So podcast listeners, you may be sitting there asking, but how can I grow my commitment in these three areas? Um, and, you know, if you look at them, the areas of relationships, service and work, you need to ask yourself, do you even know your current level of commitment to them right now? And you mm. need to be brutally honest about this. And, you know, we have a little exercise that we're going to get to in a minute that's going to help you figure that out. And a good bench benchmark that we put for that is that, you know, we're going to have seven statements, true or false statements. So you need to answer true or false to these seven statements. And if you score a four or above, then you know that you are you know, getting there. You are passionately committed to where you think you are. And and I want to say, you know, your level of commitment means having no excuses. It means showing up and showing up again and again with passion and commitment, even when it gets tough. So you need to ask yourself some serious questions around the various areas that you're committed to. And so we've come up with these statements that are going to just help you do that. And like I said, these can be applied to most areas, uh, definitely to what we've spoken about today, relationships, service, work, whatever you are committed to doing. So again, a good benchmark is four or above. If you score any lower, then I think you need to really 
evaluate where you are, um, you know, take your commitments back to the drawing board and, and right. just try and figure out what the next step is for you. And so, Pastor Jay, take us away with our first statement. Well, the first statement that you need to answer, true or false, yes or no, is my conversation is usually positive and uplifting about those things that I say or claim to be passionately committed to. Mm. So this next statement is around loyalty. True or false? I am always loyal to my commitments. This mm. is a hard one, but we don't want you guys to kind of like 50-50, whatever. Just answer true or false. Can you truly say that you are always loyal to your commitments? You know, in our organization, Robin, when it comes to that, we often say there's nothing like a 50-50 commitment. We use the marriage uh, example again or analogy and we say you know marriage is not 50 50 it's 100 committed i'm not 50 committed to my wife i'm 100 committed to my wife and if you ask yourself this question are you 100 committed to the things that you say you're committed to mm. that's really really a powerful and sobering thought the third one would be the major satisfaction in my life comes when i do something significant in the areas of my commitment mm. what what satisfies you the most and if this statement is not true then you need to check your commitment mm. because your major satisfaction should come from the things that you claim to be committed to i love that you know does it bring you joy is mm. it life-giving um you know does it excite you exactly <laughs> so important um the next statement is spending my time energy and resources in this area is important to me. So that speaks of what you give towards that thing. Whether it's your time, whether it's your energy or resources, that is important to you. And almost like you, you're willing to go over and above, you know, what is expected of you in those things. I can come into relationships, you know, when you think, when I think of the time that I fell in love, it didn't matter. I, I, there was a time, a true story. I spent almost 100%, maybe somewhere there, uh, a good a good chunk of my salary on on my girlfriend then and uh, I, I was crazy my friends thought I was I had lost it but because I loved the woman and I was passionate yeah uh, it didn't matter how much it cost <laughs> I I just did it yeah so this one leads perfectly into the next one Pastor Jay I think <laughs> okay yeah so the next one is I don't need much external encouragement or motivation to pursue my commitments yeah and it's if you're really committed and you're passionate about something, no one needs to coerce you, motivate you, encourage you to do the things that you say you're committed to doing. So is it true or false that you, uh, I, I do not need much external encouragement uh, to pursue my commitments. Mm, that's good. All right. So this next one is, uh, yeah, I, I love this next one because uh, true or false, I would recommend what I'm passionately committed to, to my closest family and friends. So the people that you love, the people around you, would you take the very thing that you're committing to, that you're passionate about and recommend it to the people closest to you? And then finally, Robin, uh, True or false, I find that my personal values are closely aligned to, the, to that which I claim to be committed to. Is this true in your life that your personal values are closely aligned to your commitments? Because, again, the whole conversation is around core values. Mm. If you claim to be passionately committed to something that contradicts your core values, then you don't understand what core values are. Mm. Because at the core... If something is fighting your values, you want to stay far away from that. 
definitely. Wow, Pastor Jay, that is so great because it brings us like full circle right back to where we started, you know, back down to core values. And that is what we're talking about today. Passionate commitment. We want to challenge you to apply this in your life. This is going to be something that can help you grow in any area because anything that you apply this to is going to naturally grow and make your life better. And so, yeah, tomorrow is our final episode for this month. Already, Robert. (laughs) So don't miss tomorrow's episode. We're going to be speaking about um, our last core value that we want to share for you guys. Not our last core value, but our last core value that we've chosen to share with you guys. And Pastor Jay, I know this is one that you you were super, super excited about because, you know, like we started off growth week and it wasn't really even part of the plan, but it was something that you were personally growing in and being challenged about. And so, yeah, I don't know if you want to say anything into that give them a little sneak peek into tomorrow's conversation tune in tomorrow i, I don't want to get, get into it because hey i might just give the whole episode away Robin. <laughs> okay all right then all right well until tomorrow keep growing